0: Welcome, everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg Podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg.
1: And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg.
0: And today we're going to take on the phrase, This too shall pass.
1: My favorites. One of my favorites.
0: Right. We have, you have a couple.
1: Yeah. My other favorite is, Bloom where you're planted. And I think both of these loosely come from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Maybe not perfect phrases and quotes. We won't, we won't go and try to look up where it came from because that could be, <laughs> we might get lost in that. But, yes. um, But yes, I think both of them are loosely from the Bible and they are huge in my life. So we'll start with this too shall pass. And I think so often most people hear that phrase and they think of almost like suffering through something. Right.
0: The bad times. The bad
1: times. Yeah. Suffering through. But I would like to pose that we all start to look at it in bad and good times. So I've got it in the back of my mind all the time. Um, and that's because even in good times i think this is going to this is going to be over at some point this too shall pass and i need to enjoy it while it's here which is not i'm not great at that i'm not good at um living in the moment
0: i don't and- know that either of us are i don't think i am really either really mhm okay i think that i recognize it more quickly than you do mhm but when it's happening i don't think that that I realize it for what it is. And the thing that I always go back to is the year that we won the state championship, that's like a uh it's like a goal that every high school kid ever has. But then also as a coach, it's a goal that every coach ever has. Mm-hmm. And I had been coaching for I don't know, close to ten years maybe at the time, a little less than that, or around that. And we won our first state championship. And I remember like when it happened I was excited, like, yeah, we won. But, like, as soon as it was done, I was like, all right, let's clean the field up. We got something yeah, else I to for do. Yeah, sh- I and- for
1: sure have that issue. And worse, for sure worse than you do. Like, even, even a year removed, I, I'm not regretful that I didn't do, when it comes to work things. Now, personal things are a little different, I think. Because there will even be times where I think that I don't want to be doing something necessarily. So I'm not suffering in a way where, like, This who shall pass. Mm -hmm. Um, You know. I don't know. Something really really bad. When the
0: kids were young. And you were at home with three kids in diapers. and
1: Pregnant with another one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I guess not all three were in diapers at the same time. But two two at a time were.
1: Yes. And I think that. So that could go one of two ways. There is always somebody who would come up to me. As we've discussed in previous podcasts. That would be like. Oh you're going to miss this when it's gone. And. I got irritated about it yeah. and it was never a matter of me wishing it away because there was plenty of, plenty of people who were like, Oh, I can't wait till they're all out of diapers. I can't wait until they're all able to do X, Y, and Z. I never did that mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. I always said it is so hard right now. It is so hard. I yeah. recognized how hard it was, but I also was not going to wish it away. Not because I was particularly enjoying it, but you just have to live life. It's part of your learning, it's part of experiencing life, and to wish it away just seems like robbing yourself of some experience that could possibly help me later on down the road. I mean, all of that stuff, we all suffer and go through things and experience things, even if they're not suffering, in order to teach us something or to, um, you know, possibly Learn and of course I've never been through anything like there are things that happen in people's lives that I think that are worth wishing that they had never happened. Right. Of course that has never happened to us. Thank goodness that that's never happened. But, um, but of course I mean I was in years of of what most people would consider lonely, miserable, um, time, um, unappreciated. You know, to be at home with four little kids, just living their lives, you know. But during that time, I remember feeling like this is a season. It's a big chunk of time, right? It's not just, it's not like I'm in pain for some reason. I'm having cramps or I'm, you know, whatever. Like, this too shall pass. You can kind of keep that in the back of your mind. But when you're going through something that takes that long to raise children, I mean, we're still going through it. It's hard
0: to see that there is a finish line, really.
1: Seeing that pinpoint, you know, (laughs) pin. end of a pin of light in the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. is nearly impossible. Right. Um, but, but that's all kind of the, the negative stuff. I, w- I will say that looking at the positive things as this too shall pass, that little soft skin they have when right. they're little. Like I look back at the videos. We The kids love to look back at their little videos that we took of them when they were little. Yeah. And I see the videos of you like holding the kids and flipping them around. And I can like, remember what their skin felt like. Do you know what I'm talking about? What
0: they smelled like, too.
1: I wasn't even thinking about the smell. I was thinking about what their skin felt like. I was thinking about how um, the weight of their body was distributed when they were little. Like, if you were to, like, flip them one way, you you just know how it feels. It's like to hold a baby in your arms. Like, you know how it feels you just have that memory yeah, all and of it i don't want to wish all that key. stuff away sure. and of course i'm looking back at this stuff with rose- rose-colored glasses people who are raising their kids right now are listening to me going yeah 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 lady like you're that person in the parking lot who's stopping people yeah. i would never do that <laughs> i would never stop someone in the parking lot and say you're going you're to miss these times. oh god it was the worst i hated that yeah but all i'm doing is is kind of suggesting the idea that it, within your own mind you're developing that mentality that it's okay for it to be this too shall pass, we will get past this, we will get through it. Right. But at the same time also think, this too shall pass and I need to enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that goes for everything from really long scale things like raising kids to, you know, going on a road trip with maybe somebody you don't want to be in the car with for four hours, but sure. then you think, maybe I'll never see this person again. I mean, right. one of one of the biggest regrets I have is um, one of our friends from high school became a police officer and was killed. Hmm. Not in the line of duty, but he was killed. And the last time I saw him, I was on the phone with a client. He drove by in his cruiser. He stopped to talk to me, and I was on the phone. And I told him I couldn't talk to him. I had to talk to the client. All right. Regret of my life. So now when i talk to people and they go on and on and on or like they interrupt my day like i was going somewhere and i see right. them in the store i will always stop and talk to them and spend time with them because i always have the back brandon in the back of my head yeah. that i didn't
0: you wish you had taken even 15 seconds just to
1: yeah he was dead uh, you he was dead a month later yeah. like he died while we were out of town we were in we were in italy when he died yeah and so you know, these are all life experiences that you have to have for yourself in order to form all these things. But I still always have that, <clears throat> this too shall pass. <clears throat> but now I look at it in so many different ways. In more, the more positive light than <laughs> than I did than just suffering through. Yeah. Because I think it is more than just suffering.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would say when I hear that phrase, I, I don't think of the, I don't know, I don't think of it as like... The good things are gonna pass too. I always see it
1: in the negative way.
0: Yeah, like you know,
1: it may not be a common way to look at it. I don't know. I'm not a Pollyanna. There's no. I mean, (laughs) I'm. It's not like I'm like everything is happy and bright lights all the time. But I I do try to be super aware of.
0: Well, how do you look back on that time? You know, from the time that we had our first one up until the time that our last one really kind of left to start school is probably a eight year period maybe yeah how how do you look back at those times now I mean I know that at the time it was every day was just a chore
1: yeah I never I can say I never wished it away I never wished that they were older or different or I recognized even in that time I know a lot of people would have said something like, I, and I heard people say, I can't wait till they're all out of diapers. I can't wait till they're all yeah. um, in school. So I'll have a little time to myself. I never did that. Yeah. Ever, ever. I recognized even at that time that it sucked. It was so hard. It was right. so, so hard and so, so lonely. But I was, I knew I shouldn't wish it away. And I just remember how how bad of a job I thought I was doing um, not with, like, ra- like, raising them into adults, which is what we talk about more now. Right. But just, like, the daily, day-to-day. Managing
0: of their schedules and that kind of thing.
1: Um, I look back at pictures now, and I'm like, holy mackerel. I was more put together then <laughs> than I am now. <laughs> like, the fact that they always had coordinating, not not within children, but, like, each child had matching clothing on. Like, right. they looked like... They coordinated. They weren't hot messes. They were always clean. They always had their hair brushed uh, and done. Right. Um, they they looked, and I always thought that I looked like a hot mess express at all times. Yeah, like I felt like I looked like I was just always like tumbling out of a car or like that. That was the perception that I thought I was giving off. And now that I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, people must have thought
0: you're super mom. Yeah. I think you were getting comments like that all the time and you just were completely brushing them off your shoulder like, As no, a, I'm not. But late. fast like forward to now, I, out, I, I do it now
1: about everything. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, I can't take a compliment to save my life. I just think that people are being overly nice or I don't know. I just can't take a compliment. And that's so that's the struggle for me. I'm real good at like this too shall pass. Looking at things in that positive way. It's more the my right. ab- inability to s- really see myself And I never compared myself to other moms ever, ever, I don't think. I don't think I ever said, well, she does it this way. I wish I could do it. It was never never that. It was just like, I'm doing this thing. I'm sticking my nose to the grindstone. And I just feel, I felt so crazy internally, I think. So I think that I thought that people were perceiving that. Yeah. And maybe they weren't. Because looking back, I'm like, I was starting a business with four little children at home. We didn't have much money. So it's not like it's not like I had help to do anything. Yeah, it was all you. And now, I mean, again, now I'm like, gosh, I didn't have a cell phone back then that had, <laughs> it had internet on it. Like, I had internet on a computer. And I'm like, internet has ruined everything for me. I walk around on my phone all day long, social media all day long. I'm talking to people. I'm typing to people. I'm taking video. I'm doing all these different things. And that is what eats up the time that I previously used to, like, get stuff done.
0: I mean I think you're still happen. getting stuff done it's just not the same stuff. You're not having to get kids dressed in the morning and make them breakfast and then make sure their snack is at this time and then lunch and then nap and then up from naps so that they don't sleep too long for dinner and Yeah, and those are the things tabs. you're having to focus on. Yeah. You wouldn't have had time for all the things that you're doing right now. Yeah. In you always in fill that your time.
1: Season. We've talked about this before on other, you know, making excuses and all this stuff. Right. Um, Yeah, I certainly would not. I don't know. I either would have just abandoned the children. I don't know what I would have done. I don't think
0: you would have done that. I think that...
1: It would have been the same?
0: Yeah. No matter th- I what. mean, social media existed back then. It's not like it didn't exist. You that's just weren't true. doing it. I
1: wasn't utilizing it for the business right. as much. So anyway, that's... So that's this too shall pass. I just think that we need to... It's my favorite phrase. But yeah. I, and I think maybe it's my favorite phrase because of how it can be shifted. And use in, some, in using so many different, like every scenario, it can be used.
0: Good, it's, bad, indifferent. Yeah. You can it always can be used, just use it.
1: Yeah. You can always look at something as, whatever moment I am in right now, it is going to go away. Right. For good or for bad, it's going to go away. Right. So, should I embrace that as, I can get through this because it's hard, or should I embrace it as, I need to sit here and with with it for a minute and enjoy it because it's going to go away. Yeah, and I'm not saying that even if
0: should. it's. I mean, really, even if it's a moment that kind of sucks, you still there's there's something to be enjoyed in in the suck. Sometimes I don't need. I don't know if you feel that way, <laughs> but I I really do feel that way sometimes. Like sometimes well, things it's always relative. Kind of too, suck, right? and it's like, but you know what? This is this is a good kind of suck. It's all like relative. I know I'm getting better or I know that this yeah, is making sure. me a stronger person. Sure. Or whatever.
1: There's sure. There's working out and being in pain and then it's gonna make you improve. No, there's but even like
0: even like getting up to change diapers in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm a better dad now because I've I've done that. Sure, I didn't let my kids lay in bed in their soiled You've diaper. You've
1: experienced something too.
0: Right. So it really grows closer together. I mean, I don't think I think that at the time. There's no way I'm waking up at three o'clock. Half you're awake. not thinking anything at 3 o'clock in the morning. Sure.
1: I mean, you're literally, well, I was literally catching baby poop in my hands.
0: Yeah. I was catching it in the face, probably. You caught pee in the it, face it at least once. It worked. was like a
1: movie. It was just like <laughs> really a movie was. where the baby pees in the dad's face. And you're like, that never happens. No, yeah. that happened to no, Tommy. I think happened you were sleeping to when it happened, too. I was not sleeping. <laughs> I was laying
0: down, oh. <laughs> probably trying to sleep. But...
1: Didn't see it coming, is all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know why we're all about my favorite phrases today, but my other favorite phrase is bloom where you're planted. And that one, um, I think is kind of a wormhole, wormhole, is that what they call it?
0: I don't know where you're going, so I don't know. (laughs) A worm, (laughs)
1: worm, wormhole, (laughs) I think in your brain where it's kind of in there. And I learned it as a kid. It was a song in church when we were a kid, bloom where you're planted, you will find a way.
0: Okay. Um, we didn't sing that the, one. Was that in the old glory and praise? It was
1: in the old glory and praise. <laughs> we didn't Corpus sing Christi. that one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Bloom Where You're Planted. And I think that it, you know, I loved the song when I was a kid because all those glory and praise songs were just the best. Yeah. Like, I'm sure anybody pre-Vatican II is like they were the worst. But yes. But to kids in the 80s, are. those songs were the jam. Right. And um,
0: Church is fun.
1: Church is fun. <laughs> and so... Um, <laughs> so there's a song called bloom where you're planted. And so I think I knew the song and it didn't really mean a lot. Cause you're singing the words, you're not really like analyzing what the, what the lyrics of the song are. Right. But, um, as I grew older, I started thinking bloom where you're planted. And then I would see one time I took a picture of, um, a surprise lily, a spider lily it was growing in the crack of a parking lot, asphalt parking lot, close to school. Mm -hmm. Asphalt parking lots, as you guys know, super hot. If anything can survive in an asphalt parking lot. And this thing was blooming in the crack of the asphalt parking lot. So the bulb had somehow gotten there, I don't know, and come up through the crack. And I thought, bloom where you're planted. Holy mackerel. Like for whatever reason, that's when it really hit me that whatever circumstance you're in, Whatever blooming means, right? Blooming doesn't mean the same as you, right? Or him, sure, or her. Blooming is being successful or putting your best forward no matter w- where you've come from, right?
0: And or what where level you are,
1: le- level you started at. I am right. a stay at home mom of four kids, and dang it, I'm gonna have a TV show, right? That's what's gonna happen. Like, what's stopping me? We live in America. We are extremely blessed and lucky to live in a place where I can just wake up and say that is what I'm doing and think I'm going to do it. Right. Be sure I'm going to do it. Yeah. And it have nothing to do with anything other than me, the drive that I have inside of me to bloom. Yeah. And so, man, that dr- it gets me so fired up and I so mean, driven. I think
0: the flower in the asphalt. Is a great metaphor, but it was more than figurative here. I mean, it was yeah. it literally happened. It
1: literally happened, yeah.
0: If, if a plant can come and sprout up and bloom in these impossible conditions, you know, why what, can't what, I? Yeah, why can't I? You know, in whatever conditions I'm in, is however impossible as they may seem,
1: there's no why ho- can I not do
0: there's that? There's no
1: one standing over the flower saying you can't do it. So there's that, sure, but then that just, is just your brain. Um, allowing someone to tell you what you can and can't do. Again, we live in a place where you're really only limited by the limits that you put on yourself and yep. what you allow to be put on you from other people who tell you what you can or cannot do.
0: Yeah, I like that phrase. I mean, I don't, I don't know that you I have that You never thought a, about it? I, I know that you have those phrases because you have a T-shirt that says, Bloom, where you're planted." <laughs> you had a sign somewhere in our house, too, I swear, that said that.
1: No, it said, this too shall pass. It was in my old office, you guys. When I first started working and starting my business, it was not an office. It was next to the hot water heater. It was like a closet. It was a closet. (laughs) It was a small closet, too. When I say closet, it was hilarious. So I keep kind of sidestepping here. But on your taxes, when you have your own business, you can deduct some of your home as your home office. And I remember measuring off (laughs) the closet that I was using (laughs) (laughs)
0: look as small as that house was though (laughs) to
1: get a tax deduction and I was like whatever the minimum I think there's a minimum and I was way under it and I was like oh like the government is not gonna
0: do they go by square footage or like percentage of your house because Uh, percentage of your house it's probably about the same as what we got going on right now come on that house was really small that is not true it was was
1: small but oh my I just I just remember entering it under my TurboTax and like this is kind of
0: TurboTax laughed at you
1: yeah, it was like, wait a minute, <laughs> your office is three feet by five feet? Like, was it even that big? It may have been a foot and a half by... No,
0: it was. It probably was three by five. I, would, I bet that that is what it is.
1: It was small, and I shared it with a hot water heater.
0: I think it was originally a pantry that <laughs> the hot water heater was in, and you could, like, a walk-in kind of pantry kind of thing.
1: I loved it, though. I had my own space. It was great. I felt like... I feel like I was big stuff. You had,
0: you had a, a curtain you could pull across and, yeah. and close your closet off.
1: Yeah, I couldn't hear anything past that curtain. I put curtain. a
0: ceiling fan in there, so it you had to guys. be <laughs> whatever the smallest ceiling fan that they make.
1: If you've ever gone into a a home improvement store and you look at the ceiling fans and you go, what in the stupid is that teeny tiny little
0: 10-inch blade?
1: What is that ceiling fan? Guess what? I did that.
0: Catherine's office ceiling fan.
1: I walked in there and I was like, this is the dumbest looking ceiling fan until we moved into a house and I got my own office. And that off- I had, you know, a computer and a monitor and a printer
0: and a hot water heater
1: and a hot water heater all in the space. It was hot. <laughs> it was so hot in there. And that curtain was really, th- you know, thermal and insulating. <laughs> and so uh, I had to have a ceiling fan in there to cool things down. I think my computer would have blown up. And um, that was the one we had to buy because anything else would have hit the walls. Yeah, because it was so, yeah.
0: so small. And I, I bet when we bought that, we were like, ah, we better measure this. I don't know if we're gonna make it.
1: <laughs> and then eventually, I moved out to the she shed, is what they call them now. But right. I shared my office with a lot of bikes, a lot of tools, a lot of equipment, musical
0: instruments. Oh,
1: I forgot the musical instruments. Yep,
0: there were guitars and drum sets. And
1: oh my goodness!
0: What a... else in there? Yeah. Multi-purpose room.
1: And then we moved to this house, and I we built an office for me, and then I've abandoned it, and now I work from an actual office that I rent. Right. So,
0: so you're you're blooming everywhere that you're planted. You've been planted a lot of different spots. I though.
1: I expect a lot from myself, a lot. Obviously, I mean, I, again, looking back at the way I felt about what I was doing with the kids, and then I look back at pictures, and I'm like, they were little baby gap models all the time. And uh, guys, don't get me wrong. I was not buying them expensive clothing. It wasn't that. Literally yard sales and hand-me-downs was all they yeah. wore when they were little. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted them to look precious all the time. And I don't think I ever... I, I don't know. I put some sort of standard on myself that I don't remember putting. But I look back and I'm like, oh, that's
0: a good I, job. I remember that standard was there because I remember how much time you would take putting together outfits. And I'm like they're one no one cares put them in a onesie and let's get out the door and but there was always
1: but looking back now I'm glad I did it oh, I, know. I they, mean yeah, they looked, looked
0: super adorable now I that you look back
1: yeah I don't need my kids looking a mess but I because I think to some extent I must have put the measure of my uh I don't not motherhood but like I felt like it was a reflection on me and which I still feel like the way we raised our kids is always a reflection back on us, but I I had it together. And not like I wanted it to look like I had it together. I had it together. I didn't yeah. feel like I did sometimes, but looking back, I did.
0: I agree. I did. So the other thing that, that makes me think about the your first phrase, um, I was having a conversation with somebody about how I ended up in Mobile. Yeah. And in that conversation, I talked about how my dad was probably in his late 30s, close to 40. Maybe he was 40.
1: The age you are right now.
0: The age that I am right now. And I was in middle school, which is the age that our oldest son is right now. Mm -hmm. And my dad, who had lived in Hawaii, became a paramedic, worked his way up through the company and was the Vice president of operations for this ambulance company, mm-hmm. making really good money and really good at his job, decided to, his his company sold to another company and he decided to leave that world, move to Alabama to become a teacher. He had never taught anything other than teaching us, you know, stuff around the house, but he'd never taught in a classroom setting or had any teacher training. Mm-hmm. And he just like dropped everything.
1: Your dad's a very faithful man.
0: And he has to be. Like he had to be
1: to the point. <laughs> I cannot imagine at the age we're at right now with four children. He had seven children at that time. Right. Moving across the country. Now he was moving to his dad, so he knew sure. someone here. It wasn't like he was moving to a place where no, he didn't know yeah, anybody. Yeah, but he was going to start a profession
0: that he had never attempted before, and teaching is one of those professions. I'm sure you've probably heard. And like you either make it or you don't, and you yeah. find that out like the first week, month or yeah. so that you're there. <laughs> yeah, and most people feel like the first month that you start teaching, you feel like you're an absolute failure, you'll never make it. This is awful, get me out of here. I don't want to do this anymore.
1: I know we're about to be on Mother's Day tomorrow, we're re- recording this on a Saturday, we'll release on Monday. Um, yes, we were. <laughs> We, uh, quick recorded, turnaround. yeah, we do we a quick, a quick turnaround. turnaround, but I would love to talk to your dad when we see him tomorrow about how he felt about that. Was he scared? Was he, you know, how, how did that first week go? If he remembers, if he thought, oh yes, I can do this.
0: Most or... people that first week, when I remember my first week teaching, I was like, I'm the best teacher in this oh. that God's ever created and I'm going to show the world. <laughs> and by the first <laughs> month you're like, I'm the worst teacher that God's created and
1: this I think <laughs> you stuck with that feeling for a while, too. Get me
0: out of here. <laughs> Get me out of this profession. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what's so interesting about all of that and how this ties into what we were talking about is, so I was 13-ish, my dad was 38-ish, 40-ish, and my grandfather's probably late 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. early 60s. Well, that's where we are now. You know, my dad's, dad's in his in the 60s. 60s. I'm in my late 30s to forty. And our kids are almost teenagers. Yeah. Time marches on, man. Yeah, I mean, like, it just, that, you know, it just passes. Time just passes. And yeah, um, it's just kind of a, an interesting, I guess, reflection, maybe, might be a, a good word for it. That,
1: so a phrase that I don't love, we talked about all the phrases I do love. A phrase I don't love is, it all just goes in the blink of an eye. Yeah, you hear that around here a lot. Yeah. Well, I think all, I think all people say that. It's just particularly said the way I just said it in a country voice. <laughs> right. It all just goes in the blink of an eye. I don't feel that way, and I think it could partially be because of the way that I have always felt the need to kind of just like not rush it through, right. not wish it away, um, or maybe it's not. I don't know. But I feel like we've been married for fifteen years. Like right. it's been a long time.
0: It doesn't feel like a blink of an eye.
1: It does not feel like a blink of an eye that I our guess, kids you were know, little. I think
0: we're why people think that those because I think it feels like you could blink your eyes and go back to. You think that so? Time. That's what that
1: phrase means.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I always it's, it was a, because... it's a looking back, not a looking forward. But maybe it is a looking forward. Like you'll blink your eyes and you'll be sixty.
1: Yeah, I thought that th- that phrase was for people who felt like. Life moves so fast, and it does. They always say the year, what is it, the days are short and the, no, the the days Days are long and the the years years are short short, is what they say. And that phrase is true, but at the same time, like, I don't feel like our children were babies yesterday. And right. maybe that's just something people say. I don't know, but I don't feel that way. No, but
0: I do feel like I could close my eyes and go back to that time. Absolutely, very quickly. Absolutely, when we they lived were it. All really but we young. lived
1: it, and we we lived it right. Like right. we didn't. We were here for it. We didn't.
0: We didn't try to escape it. No, or drink it away. Right. We were
1: here for it. We we acknowledged yeah. it was here. We were we were present for it. And I think that that's probably um, what I'm realizing is is the most important.
0: Would you say that generally you're a person that loves life? I mean, do you think that's a part of it? Because, like, I think about when our kids were real, when they were little, I loved when they were that little. I have I not loved, loved any,
1: it. no, I have not loved any, say, I don't.
0: And the, the age that they are now, I love the age that they're at yeah, right now. Like yeah. Like, we got to have conversations a little bit with I've them. I've
1: always said that it is what it is. Like, I don't, it's, yeah. it's like when people, we've had this conversation before, too. People will get behind the wheel of a car and they'll be like, I love driving that car. I love, like, something about the way it feels when I drive it, I don't care. Like, it's a car, whatever. Uh, As long as it doesn't smell like snow. I'm one of those people. You are one of those people. And that's great. That's fine. Um,
0: Like, when I get in your truck and I hit the gas pedal and it goes. And it makes your head hit the back of the seat. You love it. Love that feeling.
1: So, there is, that's just my personality, is that there is not any time that I'm like, yes, this is this is the jam you know like there's great moments right but i would say overall i'm not like i don't know i don't know how to explain it i feel like i'm you're the opposite <laughs> yeah. so i guess to answer your question I, think, I don't love life of course yeah. i love life i don't want to be dead yeah. i mean the alternative is not good um
0: no but i mean that maybe you're not that you not i guess it's not like you have to be like i love life or i hate life look, i mean we, i don't think that that's, we know
1: people that like everything that they do is like a celebration, or they're right. like so excited about I don't everything. Feel about, uh, yeah, I don't and I'm that, not. I'm you, not
0: that far. I'm have, not a celebrator of life. I guess we
1: have friends who everything is just like so exciting for them. I wish I could be that person. Right. I'm just not that person.
0: I'm not either. And
1: I think I just have to. You at some point you have to just embrace who you are. As long as I'm not like like really depressed, like have a mental issue. You know, everybody's yeah. different and everybody experiences things different. But I will say, I'm proud to say that we both have, we have lived and remember all this stuff. So it doesn't feel like I jetted through it. I right. didn't, I felt like I had a healthy balance of, I'm with the children now. I'm working a little bit just because I needed to, to have some sort of outlet. Because when you were a stay-at-home mom... Any, it doesn't matter. Any Everybody needs an outlet. Any posi- yeah, any it doesn't job, matter. You're right. Everybody needs something outside of raising children or...
0: The nine to five.
1: The nine to five or whatever. You have to have something. Right. And for me, that was building a business. It, I mean, that has been my hobby for 15 years now. It right. just is. People ask me what my hobby is. I say it's building a business. They roll their eyes at me. It's a matter of fact. Yeah. Not necessarily drawing landscape plans. Sure. But the act of building a business and um, strategy... Making strategies for how we're going to grow it, that's exciting to me. Yeah. And so when I had kids at home, that's how I had a little outlet. And so I dedicated 95% of my time to them. And I dedicated 5% to the business because I was very hands-on and making sure all their meals were cooked and they yeah. were dressed and, you Keeping know. Keeping a schedule. All that stuff. Oh, gosh, yeah. the schedule is so important. So all those things were done. And then as they started to go to school, the oldest went to school, and the second, and the third. They were all so close together that they all quickly were within yeah. four or five years. It was very
0: seasonal for you. I don't know that everyone was, else gets the seasons like you. And we
1: intentionally did that. We right. we Not to say that everything we've ever done has a special intent. We accidentally intent. did it on purpose. We, well, we did it on purpose. Well, we did, <laughs> you're right. We did accidentally do it on purpose. I tell people all the time, if if we had had to choose it, I probably never would have had children. Not, not that I didn't want children, but... It was just.
0: If you were waiting for the right time, there was never going to be a right gonna be time. There's never going to be a
1: right time. And I didn't know that right. then. I know that now, but I didn't know it then. And I didn't. We never had a plan for, well, we don't want to have kids until there's just. some people have a plan. Like, I right. don't want to do it until I have a certain number of. You know, I graduate or I, I have, a sort have sort of, this
0: title at my job, have or, this
1: much money in the bank. I have, you know, whatever right. you I've traveled this month, first. whatever yeah. it is. We never had those goals, sure. but it was a matter of I'm never going to be the person that's going to say, OK, well, let's go have a baby. So God gave us a baby and then he gave us another one and then another one and then another one. And then I was like, let me figure out how to.
0: Yeah, we need to stop this. How thing. to n- <laughs> stop this train. <laughs> this
1: train, stand on the oppo- opposite side of the room. Way far away. Oh, wait, I'm pregnant again? Okay, you're going to have to stand further away now. <laughs> Even further away. And so, um, anyway, once once they started step, stair-stepping up to getting to school, then my business went from 95% uh, kids and 5% business to 80 and 20, and then 50-50, and then, right. you know, all this stuff. And so now, at this point, I would say I'm closer to...
0: Well, you're doing your business full-time. You wake up, I'm doing, the kids are off to school, right. you're going to work.
1: And yeah, I mean I'm still a mom. So I, I know, still you sure. know if the kids have to be picked up or dinner I cook dinner every night, right. you know. So I would say we're back the the weight the the teeter-totter went from super high with kids and super low with business and now it's the opposite direction right. because they're so much able to more able to take care of themselves now. They're gone most of the day. Right. So the amount of hours I'm actually having to dedicate to specifically caring for them is much lower. Right. And so I always lived in knowing that this 5% of work or and 95% of children is going to pass. So enjoy the 95% while you got it here.
0: Yeah. Enjoy it it's, the best you can. I mean, yeah. The
1: best you can. I'm not... Guys, I don't want to back. I don't want to be in that position again. Yeah. Where I've got four babies at home.
0: Nor would you wish it on anybody.
1: No. It's not that. It's just the perspective of it, I think. Yeah. And You're just... You're in it.
0: You just... Embrace the suck. That's a phrase you hear. Yes, a lot.
1: embrace the suck.
0: It sucks, but you're just gonna embrace it.
1: Yeah, it's it's teaching you something. You right. don't know it yet, but it's teaching you things. Well,
0: and all the people in the grocery store, we're right. You're not gonna get this time back, and you are. I don't know if that you're necessarily gonna miss it, but you'll look back on those with. But
1: I think we can all realize good, it for yeah. ourselves. I want to kick you in your teeth when you tell me that in a grocery sure. store lady that doesn't know my struggle. Right right i'm not telling i am not telling you audience that you're going to miss it you might not miss it right it's okay to not miss it right everybody else has their own individual thing that they want to be doing or not doing or whatever there's nothing wrong with not missing it all i'm saying is in order for you to get through it remember that it will pass so that's our conversation on this too shall pass slash bloom where you're planted. If you guys have any questions or comments, you can send us a message at Building Aaronsburg on Instagram. We're also at Building Aaronsburg on Facebook. And our email is buildingahrensburg at gmail.com. Until next time. Bye, y'all.
0: Bye, y'all.